Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 51 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joining with me, as always, is my ever-so-lovely and totally sad that our TMNT pizza oven uh, is dead wife, Anna. You know, your, your structure of your sentence was not as good as always. It wasn't as good as always? No, because you said you might. Pizza oven dead wife. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't put dead. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't put dead before the word wife. <laughs> I probably had some people sobbing just right then and there. <laughs> oh, what is going on? Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the episode Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah, do you want to explain the yeah, so, oven first? Yeah, yes, yes. I, I was getting there. I just want to make sure we let people know what episode we're talking about. Yes. Oh, I'm, so, I'm still in that. Uh... You're, you're, you're still like mad at the way I said that word. Uh, I, I said that sentence, right? Uh, no, I'm not mad, but I want you to fix it. All right, all right, sorry. I'll fix it somewhere, somehow. Anna's alive, guys. <laughs> and well. Uh, so. So yeah, l let me explain about the pizza oven. I, I know we've talked about the pizza oven before on this podcast, but like, so we have like, it's, you know, a, a pizza oven and we bought it because it had the Ninja Turtles on it. I mean, we're like, wow, look, this is awesome. And I really thought it was going to be one of those things like, you know, we buy, we use it like once or twice and then like it gets like stuck in the pantry like forever. But we end up using it a lot. This is like, I, I like hands down, this has been like my favorite invention ever. This is the, this is like this pizza oven. You just plug it in, and like you don't have to use the whole oven. You just put your pizza in there, and then like we put like other stuff. When we want toast bread, we put that in there. We put when we want to cook chicken wings, we put that in there. Like you know, not raw, but like just just it's a great like heating thing, and especially like uh, my son loves like like uh tor tortilla and cheese and like uh, yes. like a tortilla cheese sandwich and we just like put that in there so it's all melted so you can like stretch it out and then like pour it all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's perfect for making like crunchy stuff in an easy way right without turning off uh, like a big oven or anything it's just toast like very good and uh like yeah 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 the, uh, we've been like loving this thing and we've been using it like more often than we thought we'd ever did. Yes. Yeah, so over the weekend, we were like, uh, she was like, oh, uh, go go warm yourself up some like leftover pizza. I was like, yeah, sure, let me do that. Do that. I put my pizza in there and I put, the, I put it in there for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and she was like, and she was like, oh, is your pizza warming? I was like, oh, it should be. And I went to go touch it and like it is ice cold. And I was like, I was like, what, what's, what's going on? I was like, let me put it for another five minutes. So I'm here waiting, waiting, and it's still, like, I'm not seeing any cheese melting or anything like that. I'm like, what? Pizza. I know, exactly. And then, like, I, I was like, hold on here. And, like, I went and, like, touched it, like, while it was on. And, like, don't do not do that because that will, it gets so hot it burns her hand. But, like, you know, like, I was like, there is no heat coming from here. <laughs> and, you know, we 
give it a sad fucking funeral like oh but we we did get a replacement um the replacement is a fancier one it is not ninja turtle does not have any ninja turtle pictures on it however but someone said that you still want to keep the ninja turtle uh oh we have to keep that in the collection dead oven oh we're totally keeping the ninja turtle dead oven we're that kind of people yeah yes we are that kind of people you know what i'll i will totally bring <laughs> You know how like Kevin, Kevin Eastman like signs anything, like he puts his signature on everything. I'll totally bring this that oven to him at a uh, convention. So, so bring, bring like a, a silver sharpie that she, he he signed inside the oven. Yes, have him sign inside the oven exactly. Oh, it would be amazing. But thank you, oven, for your like. Uh, I think we had it for like six years. Uh, no, for... no, I think that was older than me. No. <laughs> I don't think it, it was not that old. Not that old? What's wrong with you? Why are you talking so bad about your wife? I'm not talking bad about my wife at all. I'm just not saying. that old. Did <laughs> what kind of? Oh, uh, you know what? what? We're getting we're getting into the news right now before I get in any more trouble. All right, news time. The first thing I want to touch on is. That Rise of the Ninja Turtles, you know, everyone's like favorite series. The movie? <laughs> Not the movie, no. This is the series. It's finally on Paramount Plus. So oh, Paramount Plus has been out for like more than a month now. It's time and, for me to start watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it, it's a the beginning is rough. I'm gonna be honest, the beginning is rough. But like once you stick to it and and you ch and you don't compare it to any other series, you you'll have a fun time. Uh, now, uh, here's what I, the weird part that they did with it. You know, it took like a month for it to come on Paramount Plus. Well, I don't know why because the show's been over for like a good while now. It's been a it's been a like almost like half a year, more than half a year now than when the show ended. Oh, but instead of giving us like all of the whole series or even the whole season, uh -huh. they only gave us the first twenty episodes. So, like, if you have Paramount Plus, and you're like, oh, I never saw Rise before, you're gonna watch, and but you never, you don't get to finish the season. And, like, and also, like, at episode 13 is, like, when they introduce the Shredder in that series, and that's, like, when it starts getting really good. Uh -huh. And you just only get, like, some of the, like, you don't get, like, all of it. Like, you, you just kind of get, you're kind of stuck in the middle of that, so I, I just don't know what this decision is. I know there are only 39 episodes of the show uh, total. I guess maybe they just wanted to, okay, let's give them half and then give them the rest of the 19 episodes on another day. Probably. But yeah, it, it's a very weird decision. <laughs> and I don't like it. I, I, I honestly I re really don't like it. I, I, honestly, I would have been happier if they just said, okay, here's season one and we'll give you... And then uh, season two will be coming in this day. Yes. Instead of, oh, hey, here's 20 episodes. You know, enjoy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> if you be a good boy, I might give you the rest of the show. <laughs> right, right, exactly, yeah. Um, that, so that, that was a huge, like, disappointment for me. Like, I, I'm glad it's on. I'm glad it's on there. And for people who haven't had a chance to rise it, if you have uh, Paramount Plus, uh, you know, definitely watch it. I... I mean, I've we've talked about Paramount Plus on the podcast before, and I can tell you right now, 
I it's not a it's not a service I can recommend to people. Um, I'm hoping one day I, it can be. They're doing weird stuff. They're doing weird stuff, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that so uh, that's our rise um, information. Everything else is going to be all action figures here. And the first thing I actually want to talk about is uh, this guy. This is a mutagen man. Oh, I never, I never, I don't know who is. Right, right. Okay, so I just know that you have a figure. I do. <laughs> I have a figure of this. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is uh, this is Super Seven. That Super Seven and Entertainment Earth have a exclusive it's only available on entertainment earth if um if you're listening to our podcast check the description um or if you're on youtube check the description you can uh order it from there but this is a exclusive one where it glows in the dark kind of like that baxter stockman um super seven figure oh, cool. it's like that so it has a different color scheme so instead of like the uh purple um is green i wish it had like a real light in it <laughs> oh yeah oh so you can like glow glow yeah uh, now uh they said his accessories are neon green uh but like some of the shots they show that um like the the gun and the uh and the tube uh looks like it glows in the dark too um can't really tell i mean it um in we'll find out like when it gets released uh but the ha- the extra hands in the other um, items that you can like stuff inside him. Uh, they also glow in the dark. Aww. So uh, it looks really cool. If it's like the Baxter Stockman glow in the dark figure, like I mean, it's a really good like glow in the dark quality plastic. <laughs> like uh, just from speaking for the Baxter Stockman, I really like that figure a lot. Uh, and it's kind of cool. I I probably am going to uh, order this one as well. Uh, now normal. Normal uh, Super 7 Ultimate figures, they are uh, $45. This one is being sold at Entertainment Earth for $55. So there's a $10 markup for the uh-huh. Entertainment Earth uh, exclusivity on it. But it uh, looks really cool. Uh, I know you haven't seen the character yet. Uh, he's coming up. No, but uh, I kind of like it. Yeah. Growing up, Munition Man was one of my favorite characters. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 well, I wouldn't say characters. I would say one of my favorite action figures. Oh. My brother and I, we liked him so much that, like, we both got him. Because, like, we both wanted him. Uh-huh. And um, now, this figure, the Super 7 Ultimates uh, figure, uh, you, can take off the, you can take off the cap and you can put, like, the items inside him. Uh, but the old, you can't pour water inside him because he's... Um, his actual like figure itself is not um, sealed enough oh. to hold water, but the original figure, the original Playmates figure, uh, uh, we had water in him. I remember my brother; he lost the the thing that goes on top, so we put a piece of tape on there. So, we, uh, <laughs> uh, and also, oh, I wish it, I wish it was uh, in a way that you could still like have water in it, like the original. Right, that would have been cool if you could still have it. Oh, yeah. Now I remember when. Uh, the 2012 series Mutagen Man came out. Uh, th- it also had a thing like where you can pour uh, water ooze in it as well. And I was like, oh, I gotta get this. I was, I was, I was very excited. Uh, like, like I said, one of my favorite action figures growing up. So I, I'll definitely get another Glow in the Dark. I'll, I'll get your Glow in the Dark uh, figure, Super 7. You got me. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Alright. Let's, let's get into NECA. You know, what month are we in? 
April. April. So let's let's talk about some April news. Uh, you know, as we mentioned before, uh, each week in April, uh, Judith Hogg is going to give us like a uh, exclusive, like, uh, and give us like some update progress on on the actual figure. Uh -huh. And uh, this week, uh, she gave us some good nuggets of of information. She was mentioning how. Uh, about like the painting process and like there's some real like definitely watch the video and uh, it's like not only watch it from NECA's like YouTube channel also watch it from her YouTube channel because uh, they both have like different information in there. Oh cool. Yeah. Uh, something that they showed is that we see that she has the channel 3 microphone. Uh, oh. Which she should. Like I was hoping she would have that. Uh, and, and also of uh, you know, just remind reminder in the movie she worked at Channel Three, not Six. <laughs> she was only half as good as the <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> uh, but but uh, there, but she was also mentioning about like the patterns on the skirt and like uh, and they got with the, the how like the, the uh, going back and forth on how on like uh, how they do the patterns and like it's a digital it's like a digital art. Uh, that like they're, they're they're painting onto the figure. It's actually wow. like things I just did not know, and you would actually find really interesting that part because yes, you I have like to watch it. yeah yeah. I, I definitely need you to definitely should have you watch it. Uh, the other thing that they snuck in there now in Judith's video she does mention uh, about this, uh, but in the NECA video they just kind of like just kind of like hit it in there, and um, I want you to look. It, we're gonna look at the picture right here in, in YouTube for, on if you're watching this on YouTube and look at the uh, lower right hand corner and what do you see there? Uh, I don't know who is he. That's uh Casey Jones. Oh really? Yes. Okay, so if you remember the Casey Jones figure that came out last year, uh -huh. he only had the mask, and that was because the uh, actor El Elias Kokotis uh, did not give his permission for his face to be on the action figure. But when they approached Judith, Judith, Judith was able to talk to Elias and convince them to get his uh, likeness on on a uh, future action figure of Casey Jones. Uh -huh. So uh, we also see we're also seeing a a better face than like you know because th th this face this progress photo face is a much better one that they showed us from last week. Uh -huh. So and uh, uh, like so that's pretty cool. Uh, no, no real words on uh, multiple multiple heads. I had a I had a few people ask me about that. I'm not too sure if they're gonna do that at the same time. I mean, it, it is April. I can't like I don't like she doesn't really have an action face or anything like that. It's like she could have like the surprise face or something like that. Yes, I'm just looking at her hair. Like how much like sculpting those hair was hard. Oh yeah, definitely. That had to be hard. Uh, she, she was also in her video, she was like talking about how like the going back and forth and like she would look at it and she was like, did I really look like that? And they had to show her pictures and they're like, oh wow, I really did look like that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So for that, for that Casey, uh, face, like for that head, uh, we, we don't know if like, um, like what's the actual, uh, uh with that, we don't know if that's going to be coming uh, with April, or if that's going to be like, you know, hey, this is a future action figure down the line. Uh -huh. uh, but it does show like they were working at it at the same time, which is cool. So uh, uh, I'm hoping for, uh, I'm hoping we get m more information about that. Uh, parts of me, 
because I have the actual Casey action, Casey Jones action figure, mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping like April just comes with this Casey Jones head, so I don't have like you know, so I don't have to buy another like body yeah. uh, uh, figure. But I mean, at the same but, time, like, I mean they have different bodies. Well, no, 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 no. The, the Casey Jones, because remember last year oh, Casey no. Jones came with the face mask. Oh, okay. Like, like I'm just saying that's why. Like, you if just April, want the head. yeah, I just want the head. Because I can't, like, you know, unless they give him the body from, uh, like, you know, another outfit or something, or what he was wearing in, in uh, Ninja Turtles, the third movie. Uh, but really exciting stuff. Uh, you know, can't wait to, to hear what else uh, they have about these, uh, about this April figure. And hope, hopefully somewhere in her videos down the line now, she said on her YouTube channel she's going to explain the story on how she got... Uh, with um, how she got uh, the Casey face to be made and like um, like what that story she said she's she said uh, that's an interesting story and that's going to be coming down the line that's and we know that's going to come on her YouTube channel I don't know if it's going to come on like the NECA's oh. uh, channel or not so uh, definitely you know definitely subscribe to her if you want to know that that kind of information uh, but yeah it looks really interesting and that's not our only NECA news um, all right Let's all right. So I'm gonna say this. Uh, so NECA announced over the weekend that uh, for the next three, so for the next uh, for the next three Fridays, which which was also started from last Friday, uh -huh. was that they're gonna be doing a pre-order system where uh, like you know so so some of the figures that um, people missed that they were exclusive to like either Walmart or Target, they'll have a second chance. Uh, to get them to get it from NECA. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and they're also going to be introducing uh, some new figures that people can order there as well. Mm -hmm. uh, now, my theory is because you know they had that they have this whole April takeover with Judith that we're gonna that the last Fridays is going to be April. I think that I think that's going to be like when you can pre-order her. Because that'll be the great way to close out the month, to be honest. Yes, exactly. Like you know, it's like oh, we close out April with everyone able to order April. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. But you know, we're not on the last week of April. You know, we're like you know, we're let's talk about what they did for the first Friday of April, and they announced this figure, <laughs> and uh, we are looking at. The pizza monster. Of course, you remember this guy, right? <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes, and um, and then they're showing the scale of between. Uh, For a second, I, uh, I was thinking about his name. I forgot the name. For it's just pizza monster. Didn't, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> or you could call him the the alien from Aliens, a xenomorph. <laughs> and let's look what he comes with. Uh, he comes with uh, quite a few stuff. First, he comes with another smaller uh. Tail? Baby, uh, well, not not the tail. That that's just the, the. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's yeah. The, on top of that. Yeah, yeah, that's on top of that. Uh, no, he comes with a, <laughs> a smaller uh baby, uh pizza monster. <laughs> All right. Now, if you got like the cartoon April figure, you already got one of these. So so now you got two. <laughs> like so, if you get um if you have that, uh, it also comes with the. The yellow pizza box, like you know, from the from that pizza 
uh, that, that pizza, like, uh, competition uh-huh. that they had. And what's cool about this pizza box, it actually opens and closes, not like oh, the... Really? Yeah, um, not like that uh, weird uh, pizza box that came with the San Diego Comic-Con set. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, it, it, the, the pizza company was named Weird. Oh, <laughs> um, and... Uh, the other thing, it comes with the uh, tracking system that the turtles use to find these uh, pizzas. Or I should say, they're to find the meatballs. That's so cool. Yeah, so so cool. I'm going to say the one thing this pizza monster is missing from his accessories is missing the meatball. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, I, I know that thing is small and probably, like, be, be lost. <laughs> But, you know, uh, you said this is, you know, these, these are figures for, like, 14 and plus. So, like, there, there shouldn't be any choking hazards here where you have to worry about. <laughs> That's the one thing I will say. All right. Now, when they announced the pizza monster, just like Casey, the Casey head, uh, on NECA's Facebook page, they, they threw, like, another, like, little, like, like, you know, hint at something. Like, that's, that, you know, hasn't been released. And I'm going to just show it to you, and I want to see what your reaction is. Do, do, do you see what I'm oh, talking about? Oh, oh, is, is, uh, Irma? Yeah, Irma! Yes! So they're, so they're making Irma too? They're making an Irma action figure. They didn't, like, officially announce it, but they just threw her there in this random Facebook photo when they were advertising the pizza monster. And, like, I mean, it's like... <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's really, like, you know, again, like, NECA did this with... We saw it, NECA. <laughs> yeah, we saw it, exactly. So we have, there's obviously no details on it because they just just kind of threw it there. And, like, they said, like, you know, they didn't say, like, any words with it. they just like, oh, here, <laughs> like, here's some uh, press photos. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, we, but they did sh- they showing a picture of Irma. If you listen to us on the audio podcast, um, we don't actually see a full face of her, but we see that signature blue sweater and uh, purple or dark blue skirt, whatever color. Yes, and the short hair. Yeah, and the short hair. Yeah, I mean, there's like, there's nothing. This is one hundred percent is Irma. There's, it can't be anyone else. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, my theory. And I think it, they cut it that we don't see the glasses. Yeah, yeah. I think they're cutting it so you, we don't see the glasses. Exactly. My theory is this is this might be next week's uh, pre-order uh, thing from NECA. Oh. Uh, so just to let you know, um, each pre-order it only lasts for ten days, and if you want to, um. If you want to be a kind of a like you know smart on this and uh, save some shipping, you could like when you're ordering the pizza monster, like instead of ordering the pizza monster right now, you could wait until Friday and then you can order uh, two of them together and just uh, you know save uh, save save some money on shipping. Uh-huh. Or or if if you already bought the pizza monster, you could you know uh, whenever whatever item number week two is. You can just kind of hold off on that one and then wait till week three and then just order those two uh, together. There's no way to order all three together. But if you know, if you want to just, two of them. yeah, you can definitely double up on on two of them because of the because of the ten day window. There is like this short overlap. Now, just to let you know, the overlap is very short, so you got to do it like that that day. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, that is uh, the pizza monster and. NECA's uh, pre-order uh, system for the month of April, which is cool. And we got one last thing 
to actually talk about to about uh, NECA, uh, and it's uh, it's more of a leak actually, but NECA has addressed this. Uh, this is Muckman. If you remember, we saw the figure of this before. We saw the mock-up of the figure of this before. Yes. So, uh, right now what we're looking at is, uh, we're actually looking at the, uh, packaging, uh, for Muckman. Uh-huh. And how he's gonna look like in the package. Now, people saw this and people started freaking out and they just, uh, they were like, oh, this is already in stores? And, like, you know, they're, they're free, uh, freaking out. And mainly because the Turtles in Disguise have already been showing up on in-store shelves. And so when th- that one started showing up and then, like, th- the people are seeing this and they're like, oh, wow, people already have this. And so, like, you know, the, you know pe- people who, are, who want new things, like, because, you know, the, the, the intention for most people is they want what, whatever they want, they want it now. They don't yeah. want to wait. Yeah. There is no patience, so they they start freaking out about this, and they're like, "Oh no, it's in stores." Nucky came out and said, "No, this is not in stores. It's not gonna be in stores for like they said another two months, oh. at least." Uh, th- what this is, this is a product sample that was uh being shown for just like for like uh for like you know, inspection purposes, and be like, okay, how do you know it's a look look good, good in this and everything, oh. uh, and obviously the person who got this shouldn't have posted this picture like yeah yeah 100% they shouldn't have um they shouldn't have uh, posted this picture and you know i think i think neko was first trying to try to like kind of like lay low about it and try, try to be quiet about it until like we got like these uh like, these throwaway uh toy website news are toy news websites start going like oh it's in stores now it's in stores go go and get them go find them and, like, you know, so, like, you know, they're like, okay, we gotta, like, put a stop on this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the only reason I'm bringing it here is because they have addressed it. If they didn't address it, I would have put it under leaks. But, yeah. Uh, it's not in stores, but we do see what um, it does look like. Uh, the only unfortunate thing is that I I hate when other people, like, ruin things. Yes. Uh, because, you know, when when a toy company announces it, like you know, they have the they, they have like you know the, the press photos and they ha- they put it in like the nice uh, things and like you know we get like everything and so we get the to like uh, see. Uh, yeah, it's like they celebrate it. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They sell the yeah they celebrate it and so instead of like NECA like celebrating, hey, here's the final packaging photo, yeah. which we we don't know if that's the final. They could like change it right now because that's just a product sample. They could change it up. Um, like, you know, it was just more of like, oh, like, oh, someone else did it. Someone else got, like, their 15 minutes of frame while fame while, like, you know, while, like, they, like, that they, like, just kind of pulled the rug under the toy company that's been giving it to us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, kind of like how when NECA threw out, like, uh, just a few days ago with the Pizza Monster, and, like, you know, that was, like, amazing, like, wow, and, like, you know, we got some, like, really cool photos. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the pizza monster and like in like some like scenarios and everything and with like Muckman, I mean I'm sure they'll still do that kind of stuff, but like but there's nothing but not but since they've already revealed what the figure looks like and uh, and someone else revealed what the packaging looks like, the the impact is not gonna be there as much. Yeah. So that's the only unfortunate thing and I, and that that's why like I'm so much against like leaks and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it also with the nature of like information and how much people want to get information, it's inevitable. But you know, 
Uh, I wish it didn't happen, but it did. And just to let you guys know, we, we changed up our schedule just a little bit. Our news section is still on Tuesdays, but now it's an hour earlier. We are now recording at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're doing it definitely throughout the rest of this month, but we might keep it later on. Uh, it's been like, you know, our, our, our son is like fall asleep earlier, and so it just makes it... It makes it easier, so that way we can, like, get to, like, you know, when we get to record these things, we don't have to record it at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Alright, you ready to talk about this episode? Yes. So, this week we are talking about episode, season 3, episode 32, Usagi Yojimbo. This originally aired on November 7th, 1989. It was directed by Bill Wolfe and written by Michael Reeves. Now, Usagi Yojimbo is actually a comic that was created by Stan Sakai. And during this time, he, like, you know, just like Kevin Eastman, Pierre Layard, he was starting out as a new uh, comic artist and everything. And he was like, hey, I made a uh, anamorphic uh, character too. And they kind of like, you know, the three of them, they became friends, and they're like, hey, why don't you put um, Usagi in our comic book line as well? And so when when Mirage was going on and Stan Sakai was making issues for Usagi Ujimbo, it, uh, it was actually under the Mirage comic, just like Ninja Turtles was. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, like, you know, and that, that's why, like, there were a few comic uh, crossovers uh, between those ca- characters, uh, Stan Sakai has been on record to say that Leonardo is his favorite turtle. <laughs> uh, also, uh, you know, that's why this character got into this cartoon, actually. And that's also why there's a Ninja Turtle action figure of Usagi Ojimbo because of, like, just the close friendship uh, these guys had. Usagi is voiced by Michelangelo's voice actor, Townsend Coleman. Just, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So if you heard just a little Mikey in there, that's uh, why. I uh, Yeah. Uh, Sean from Team and T uh, Nerds, he actually mentioned that he really likes uh, Usagi's voice. And, you know, uh, so. But he, he actually did l- like his voice in this uh, at cartoon. The be- at the beginning, I was shocked with the voice of the uh, Usagi because, you know, because I never watched this. And... In my mind, I yeah. always like imagine a different voice for it. Right. So at first, uh, at first I was not being connected to that voice, but uh, later in the uh, when I was watching, I I, I liked it. Right. Uh, at 20 years ago, from Twitter, uh, I'm sorry. At 20 years before, from Twitter, uh, he wrote, "I remember this episode, but even more fondly, I remember the original comic by Stan Sakai, which is very fair. Uh, I." And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but I know I told you this uh, uh, so many years ago. Back when I was in college, I actually got to meet uh, Stan Sakai. And I actually have an old, like, print photo of me and him. My, oh, really? Yeah. My only regret, my only regret, if I could, like, go back in time, I was, like, cosplay. I was cosplayed as uh, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! And so my picture with him... Is like me as like Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> and this great comic book artist. <laughs> it, it, it was it was one of those that Yu-Gi-Oh and the, uh, 
author of uh, Usagi. Right. <laughs> exactly. What? Yes. Yes. That. That's exactly what happened. I. I need. It. It's in my stash of photos. I need to find it for you. <laughs> but it's funny because you are always like into ninja turtles, but in that. That in that time that you needed to be Ninja Turtles. I know that time when I needed to be Ninja Turtles. Oh, the, no, at that time I was like such a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan, <laughs> and like I was like, oh, I gotta be Yu-Gi. And it, it, if you guys want to know, I was actually like I dressed up as him as the Pharaoh for so from like the last story arc. That was the Yugi I was dressed up as. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, so, because uh, I just thought that was a cool outfit, and uh, I was like, oh, let's do this, and then. I didn't know that he was going to be in the convention that I was at, and I was like, oh, it's Sansakai, I totally got to meet him, and, uh, I, um, I also, he also did a sketch, I have, like, one of his big sketch pads, I have no idea where it's at, though, I'm so afraid that my parents might have thrown it away, because, uh, it was in, like, my closet, and, like, I, I kept it off to the side, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I need to find a place to put this, uh-huh. and, but I was also at college, I was in college still living with my parents at the time, and I just went out when I moved. I couldn't find it. I don't. I don't know where I put it. And so I'm sure by now my parents threw it away. Unfortunately. Aww. I know exactly. Uh, one thing I do want to mention because this was mentioned throughout multiple times in this episode. Usagi is not a mute. Like that was just yes, something like. Yes, that's what I wrote. Right. Right. Yeah. But um. I don't know. They, they said that he came from another dimension. Yeah, that he came from another dimension. I believe they put this in there because they want to make sure that, like, the kids know that this is not, like, this is, like, from another storyline. And he's not, like, a... Oh, mutant. He's not a mutant. Yeah, like, they, they don't they don't want... Because, uh, especially at this point, like, Ninja Turtles was huge. Anytime, like, you see, like... Anytime you saw, like, you know, there was a... Uh, animal that had like human qualities that were like oh that's mutant like ninja turtles and i think that i think that's why like i'm pretty sure like stan sakai like he was like hey put this in here but like he, i think he was like hey make sure people know that he's not a mutant i don't want people calling him a mutant rabbit and i think it, i think it was just more of like they just he just wanted to make sure the kids know like hey hey this is a different comic book uh, kids the uh the people in here they're not just uh you know, they're not just mutants. No, this is like, you know, this is how the people are in this in this world. Right. So, uh, honey, you want to give us a summary here? Uh, let me try. Uh, even though I, I'm sure I'm lost in the story. So, uh, what I remember, uh, Donatello had a machine that um, could uh, translate that um, the dimension thing. Uh-huh. And uh, it showed like a um, video of like a... Um, like a Japanese, um, some Japanese like um, animals, but they said that they are not mutated, and uh, Usagi was one of them. And then uh, somehow the Usagi came from that screen to the uh, turtle world, and then uh, <laughs> he's looking at me like, what they're talking about. And then there was there was a dragon egg that I don't know how, uh, I don't remember how this dragon egg came. There was a dragon egg and a guy that uh, was taking care of animals and um, the food uh, ninjas, they came and stole the uh, dragon and then um, the, uh, they stole the egg and it was hatched and uh, Michelangelo um, um, gave him some food and he started getting bigger and um, and then um, uh, Usagi started uh, knowing um, the turtles and he liked the splinter because he gave him um, with the technique of like 
drawing pizza and everything and so he started liking that uh, splinter and um, then they get friends and uh, they start fighting back with the ninjas and uh, Sounds good. Sounds sounds like it sounds like the exact same episode that I watched too. To the letter. To the T. Really? Or you're making fun of me? I never make fun of you, honey. <laughs> never in my life. I don't do that. I don't know. I mean, this is where it was hard for me to follow. <laughs> it's all right. All right, let, let's go ahead and break it down, and it'll probably make it uh, more sense as, as, as we talk about it, and, and you get some refresher in some of the scenes. Okay, but is it like, was it so off? No, not, not so off. Just... <laughs> so off. <laughs> not so off. But it, it, it was a fun, it was... <laughs> It, it was better. It was better than the version of Leatherhead that uh, that Steven watched. I'm still trying to figure out that version. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the beginning. In the beginning, we get this nice shot of uh, New York City. We get this, like bird's eye view of the sewer and everything, and we see the turtles. They are running, and they have like you know their their trench coat disguises on. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get to I'll, I'll get to why I mentioned that later. Uh, but they're running, and they're like. Oh, we have we have we have time. Like, oh, we gotta do this. Uh, there's not much time left, and like, so it's that sense of urgency. And you're like, oh man, what is this? What is this? But of course, it's Ninja Turtles, so you know it has to be something silly. And okay, but so we find out that they're rushing to get to the video store because if they don't return the video in time, they have to pay uh, the late fee for the video. And that's my... that's yes yes that, that that's a lot of people's childhood. Yeah okay. One I want to mention. Uh, I just saw this on Netflix not too long ago. If you guys have like memories of like renting videos uh, from the video stores and everything, there's a great documentary on Netflix. It's called The Last Blockbuster, <laughs> and it was actually really cool because like they talk about the last blockbuster store, and the blockbuster was a video rental company here in the United States. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, uh, did Iran even have something called nah. something? No. Uh, I, I didn't think so. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it was actually kind of cool, like, just hearing that story and everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was, like, about the people who um, give back the stuff late. Oh, it, it was just about, like, how, like, the business ran in general. Uh-huh. And then, like, and then they were talking about, like, the one that's, like, there's still one that's left and that's still, like, operational. And even in this COVID time, they're, they're still open. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's in, like, Bend, Oregon. Right. So, it was actually a cool, it, it was a cool decoration. I, like, you know, if you have memories of, like, renting videos, I definitely recommend watching it. I also want to mention that this opening segment was an entire 11-minute plot in one episode of Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Wait, what does it mean? Like, in Rise of the Ninja Turtles, there was like one episode, like, you know, and their episodes were 11 minutes long, uh-huh. where they were trying to return a DVD back. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and throughout the whole episode, they're trying to return the DVD. So maybe it was a reference to this story? It, it could be. 100% it totally could be. I just wanted to make, I just wanted to mention that, like, you know, this, like, R- Rise has, this, ha- like, did this also. <laughs> But unlike unlike Rise, this was not the entire plot of the episode. <laughs> so after after the turtles, like you know, they they get disappointed. First, oh, I, don't know, I know this is late '80s, but I I swear by like mid '80s, like the video stores had like a drop off thing, like where you can like lift up the flap and like drop it into the store. Uh-huh. Like because all my memory, I remember that thing. And I remember, like, 
I remember, like, you know, my brother and I would, like, argue, like, who gets to put it in the shoot? Like, it's, like, it's such a big deal. <laughs> so, I don't know why the Turtles don't have, don't, don't have that, but they, I guess their video store is not that fancy. But right after that, all of a sudden, we see the return of General Trag. We have not seen him since, like, I don't know, I, I want to say season two. Yes. Like, he's a, and, like, the turtles are freaking out, and they're ready to attack him, and, like, you know, all their attacks go through him, and, like, Mikey jumps in, and he hits the fence. I don't know why, like, when they started, they they made the general track, like, uh, it came from, like, another planet or something. Well, he is from another planet. It's from Dimension X. But Dimension X is not, they're not alien. They're, like... They're alien. They're alien? <laughs> they're alien. Dimension X is alien. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Dimension X is not from Earth. I know it's not from Earth, but um, there are, it's like a uh, nowhere place. It's, it's like an imaginary place. It's not the alien that we think. Uh, I mean, it was totally an alien <laughs> that we think. It's just like, it's in a it's in a place that we, that um, us humans in here... In our dimension, <laughs> in our world, we have not discovered yet. You're you're saying that Krang is uh, like an alien? Yes, Krang is an alien. So if I look at the moon, I I can't, I can't talk to Krang. Uh, pretty much. But I mean, you know, I mean, the thing is, Dimension X is like farther from the real moon, so you can't talk to him if you're talking to the moon. But if I get one of those telescopes, I might see him. Yes, if you get one of those telescopes. You see something pink. You see something pink that's one hundred percent is gray, and you can start like having conversations with. <laughs> but but yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, here like we get we get revealed that like he like it was he was actually not really there because of Shredder. Shredder was trying to uh, teleport him there from Shredder's like new like portal uh, machine. And Old Man Winters actually had uh, something to write about that, actually. You know, Old Man Winter has to sit here and talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he wrote, uh, you know, he's a curious technology alert. And, you know, what, Old Man Winters, if you ever, like, want to make it, make it like a soundbite of your, of curious technology alert, uh, I'll totally, I'll totally play that in this, in this podcast. Uh, this episode might provide some answers to my prior question as to why Shredder and Krang were using a matter transporter back in Season 2 when they had the trans-dimensional portal seem seemingly superior. Shredder, the teleporter is a newer version of our old tra trans-dimensional portal. Only now it will teletransport material objects to a predetermined location. Who knew that Shredder possessed such a tech technical knowledge? <laughs> yeah, so this is basically like, I mean, and, and it's, the device is weird too, because like, you would think like, you would think like with this thing, like, it was like, okay, Shredder would just be like, you know, programming on the computer, and then it would like, teleport the people yeah. where it needs to go, but instead, he's, he has like this like, blaster thing that he's shooting at like their, uh, their television, their, their trans-dimensional uh, portal screen. Mm -hmm to uh to teleport it, it, it it's like a it, it's a really weird thing that only cartoon uh writers and animators can think of 
<laughs> oh, uh, something I forgot to mention. Uh, Michael Atkins, he wrote this about the video store, and I totally miss, missed this. He said the video store at the beginning is apparently owned by a guy named Video because, because there is an apostrophe at the end of video, at the oh. word video. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know. We totally missed that. But yeah, so Shredder has, so Shredder and Krang, they have this new way of like teleporting people through the their transdimensional portal. And I'm going to say this, um, this is probably the laziest Shredder we've seen uh, um, in this series so far, yes. as like he is, he is not moving from the Technodrome <laughs> at all in this episode. I mean, Rockstead and Bebop are nowhere to be seen, and like just Shredder and Krang are just basically just commentate. They're basically doing commentary uh, throughout this episode as they just like just order foot soldiers around. So, yeah, like, uh, there is no Shredder action in this episode. But this episode does have our first appearance of Donatello's pan-dimensional portal. That machine, that machine, that, that, the machine TV screen thing uh -huh. that's in the turtle lair. We see that a lot. Uh. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see that a lot during the series. And we're going to see it blow up a lot, too. <laughs> like, you know, that, um, but yeah, this is like... This is a machine that like it 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 stay it's gonna stay in the show uh, for a good while and from from there uh, they this is where they see Usagi because when Donnie is trying to activate it Shredder's trying to activate his and for some reason that crosses everything and they get into the Tokyo yeah the the yeah the ancient Japan. Uh, little Tokyo Town. Yeah, Little Tokyo Town, exactly. Because Shredder's trying to zap, he's trying to uh, teleport the people into Little Tokyo Town. And because of that, it, we go into ancient Tokyo time in another dimension. Where, as Mikey says, there are talking pigs and rabbits, and he, he finds that hard to believe. As Raph like, points out, oh yeah, and tur and talking turtles are, <laughs> are totally believable. Uh, but yeah, I, I will say, um, I know, I know you didn't read. I don't know you didn't read much of the Usagi comics, uh, but I thought they did a good job of like recreating that world. Like you know, in like in I, um, I know I mentioned we I know we mentioned before like throughout this episode everyone's like they want to make sure people know that oh these guys aren't mutants. These guys are like you know they want to make sure uh, they mention that Usagi's not a mutant. Uh, and but yeah, like uh, in this world. Like, as Splinter says, uh, I think as Splinter says, like, you know, animals um, are the dominant species and there's no humans. Uh, so there was a part, I think one of the two that says, oh, what is their area code for them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, they're trying, oh, because Donnie was trying to use this to contact the neutrinos. <laughs> yes, because they're like, oh, we need to contact the Oh, yes, I remember the neutrinos. 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 Right. Yes, yes, yes. They're not in this episode, but they are mentioned. Yes. And and that's why like Donnie brings up the transdimensional portal. You know, thank you for for that. I that was a key missing point. That See, I was not. I mean, I get some stuff. No, you you totally you totally do. Uh, well, while 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 they're watching Usagi do his thing, Usagi like jumps through uh the the pan the pan dimensional portal and he's in the sewer layer and he is like just completely owning. The turtles. Yes, for example, like I don't, I don't understand, like how he 
jumped from the other world into this like well how he got so that so that uh that portal machine is actually like how you enter in and out of dimensions and even though Donnie was trying to use it to just call the neutrinos, uh, it still, like, opens a door. And oh. so, like, you know, Usagi, like, came in. Like, you know, obviously uh, uh, obviously Donnie didn't make it a way to, like, just do a phone call just yet. <laughs> but but, but that, that's how it is. Because, like, cause if the turtles go in there, they could have, like, gone into their world. But this time, Usagi just came out. Yeah, uh, um... So somewhere in my key said this, uh, this is bogus. I thought it was funny. Yes, yes, you, um, yeah, was that, like, when, uh, Usagi came in, or was that... No, it was before that. It was before that, okay. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to remember when it, oh, maybe that was when he was fighting, uh, uh, General Trag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so Usagi, he, you know, he's, he's in the sewer, He's like, you know, he cuts up Dantel's bow in like in million little pieces. Uh, he, um, you know, he he takes it. He even slices uh, uh, Leonardo's sword. At one point, he because this is against Leonardo when he was like, you know, sword fighting with him. Uh, he has the knife that takes out of the uh, of the bottom of the sword and throws at Leo, which is actually a like a ninja. Uh, thing to have like a dagger inside the sword itself uh-huh oh and he throws that and it gets like leonardo's like armband and sticks it into the well yeah in, into the um into the screen uh-huh and i and like it just was there i was like it just stabbed the screen and like i just thought that was weird and like you know there's no brokenness of the screen obviously obviously nothing like bad happened uh, to it, or else like Dantel would have been like crying. Oh no, we can never return you back. <laughs> but no, I didn't notice that it, it went into the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, it went to the, into the uh, pan-dimensional uh, portal screen. Oh. Right. But uh, isn't it like uh, uh, like like this kind of stuff wasn't like too violent for the kids? Like, no, no, this is throwing, throwing all this. No, no, not at all. No, 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 this is fun, this is fun action, but then, I'm just asking, oh, I don't, no, no, you're good, uh, but at the end, who defeats Usagi in the fight? Splinter. Well, no, it was someone Pizza. else. Michelangelo. That's right, Michelangelo. He, because, but, but they made it look like Splinter did it, because I, I saw that it was Michelangelo. Yeah, it was Michelangelo, but then Splinter comes and goes and talks to him. The jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he gets credit for Doing nothing? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. But yeah, so Mikey throws a pizza at, at Usagi, and Usagi, like, you know, is like... And then, like, and then he goes, like, oh, what kind of fighting is this? And Splinter tells him, it's slapstick. And Usagi's like, I want to learn this slapstick fighting. Which, like, you know, slapstick is like, you know, it's a, like, more, more of like a, like a comedy fighting thing. Uh-huh. Right. So now Usagi like mentions who he is. He was like, "My name is Usagi Ujimbo," and Splinter goes in and gives us a Japanese lesson. And lets us know that that means rabbit bodyguard. Yes, I wrote rabbit bodyguard. But before all these things, yeah, uh, because uh, I'm flipping my page, yeah. but I want to mention this. Uh, uh, I think when they wanted to connect the machine, Michelangelo said that. Um, I crossed my six fingers. Oh, yes! That's... Oh, you know, okay. 
I'm, I'm so glad you wrote that because I wrote here not crossed and I totally skipped it because I was like, what what is that? What I meant? Okay, so at one point, Michelangelo says, I'm going to cross all six of my fingers. Yes. And But you see, he didn't actually cross any of his fingers. Like, he had his, like, he had his, like, thumbs like that. But, like, his other, like, his other, like, you know, four fingers, like, not crossed at all. Like... I think they wanted... I mean, I don't know. I think they wanted us to see that he has six fingers. I, I, I know that, but, like, uh, someone did not cross the actual fingers. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, probably, like, the... Uh, or maybe the animator didn't get it. That could be true. Maybe the animator uh, didn't get it. Uh, but one thing I want to note on Usagi's name. Alright, so in this show, this show his name is Usagi Ojima. That That's what they chose to put the name uh, for this character in the show. In the comics, however, his name is actually Miyamoto um, Usagi. Uh -huh. Yeah, because like Usagi means rabbit. Uh, Miyamoto, Miyamoto is his name. Uh, is this that, like, you know, the, the comics call Usagi Ojimbo because, you know, he's the bodyguard. He's, like, the, you know, like, the, the, the rabbit-like bodyguard. Uh, so that's why he has that name. Is this that in this show, they, I guess for, uh, I guess to, to make sure, like, the kids know who the, what the comic is called and that kind of stuff, uh, that's why they just go, just stick with just Usagi Ojimbo. Uh -huh. Yeah. In the future Ninja Turtle um, Usagi crossovers, they do say his name's Miyamoto. They just, it's just in this show, there is no, Miyamoto's not uh, hurt at all uh -huh. in this. Now, I do want to say this is, the, this next part is probably like, I laughed hard. I thought this was the funniest thing. Irma? Not Irma. No, this is like before Irma. This is, we're still in Usagi in the sewer. Uh-huh. Uh, so... He's like given their or he's given his origin and like you know he's, he's like you know, so Raphael goes like oh okay it makes sense he's he's from ancient Japan from an another dimension so naturally he speaks English and just <laughs> completely just like throws in there the ridiculousness of why he's speaking English exactly yes oh uh, all right um. So spoilers for another podcast, because uh, there is another Ninja Turtles podcast I just recently was in, like not too long ago, uh, and uh, w when it comes out, I'll, I'll give more details about it, but this is something we speak about in this podcast uh, be with the whole, uh, with the whole like language. So before we pass this language thing, can I tell you, can I tell that, uh, people a funny story about you yes i want to hear a funny story about me hold on i want to hear this <laughs> you might feel embarrassed or something but get never <laughs> so uh i remember we went to a convention uh it was um the the japanese actors uh from the oh Power yes so i got to meet the Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember his character's name, but it was the Blue Ranger from the series Mega Ranger. Oh, well, he was he was a completely Japanese guy. He didn't know anything English. No English at all. Uh, he just came out of the Japan. <laughs> he right in the convention, and then we we stood in the line, and then it was our time. Um, I think you had I don't know what. I had the DVD for Mega Ranger, and he never saw it before. Uh huh. And he got so excited, but. He was talking in Japanese, and because he saw the picture, he was so excited. And he was 
trying um, to show how excited he is and he was talking in Japanese and telling me stuff and you were excited to meet him and then <laughs> the reaction of you that he was talking Japanese you start talking Farsi back to him <laughs> so you guys were talking two different languages that is not Farsi and you guys were completely understanding each other and it was a very funny moment and then, oh it is one of my favorite memories seeing you two talking oh to each other. Yes, no, that, that was really funny. Like, yeah, uh, so he never saw the uh, Mega Ranger. Uh, he never saw the uh, Mega Ranger uh, DVD before. It was like just at that time. It was just recently released in America, and he was like, oh, I mean, there's not pages or anything like that, but he was, like, looking through it because he was seeing, like, pictures of himself, picture, pictures of, like, other people that was in the show, and, like, and he was showing that to uh, the uh, the people he was with. <laughs> I, I'm sure one of those people spoke English, at least. I mean, you know. <laughs> so, at this point, the the turtles are like, okay, we need to go, we need to get Usagi in a, a disguise, and we need to go to Channel 6 to Talk to April about this because you know April is her answer to everything in the series. <laughs> like you know, a April's the Ask Jeeves of the '90s. Actually, Ask Jeeves was in the '90s. A April's the Ask Jeeves of the late '80s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, so we have Usagi. He's like in a like a monk outfit. Yes. And we have the turtles. They're back in their their season two like uh, street clothes. Oh, I, I actually wanted to mention, like, I really like their uh, their jackets. Right. The leather jacket or fashion jacket, whatever it was. Because the cool thing about it is, like, uh, it had so much detail and each of them had, like, a different... Right, each of them had a different jacket. Like I said, we saw this back in Season 2. Yes. And if I remember, one of the turtles didn't have it. I want to say it was Donnie that didn't have it. I mean, in this episode, all of them. All of them had it in this episode. And if you remember, uh, we have the Mega Constructs figure of Mikey with this outfit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but no, it was it was cool seeing that this outfit again. I did not remember that they used it again. <laughs> uh, Old Man Winter is actually commenting it, and he said he actually wrote like he thinks this is the second time. He doesn't remember them getting using it again in between this time. Uh, All main winters, I can tell you that they didn't. That this was this is at the absolute second time. Yes. That we've seen these uh, outfits. Uh, now they're going around, and suddenly we're getting like foot soldiers, like you know, because Shredder's like transporting all these foot soldiers around. Yes. One thing I want to note is in a. Uh, Michael Atkins wrote about this too. Uh-huh. Shredder has, like, this thing that he's using to transport, uh, you know, he's trying to transport people from Dimension X. Yes. But now, but now he's just sending throughout, for the rest of this episode, he only sends foot soldiers. No one from Dimension X is actually being transported here. The only time the foot soldiers were ever in Dimension X was in Season 2, when the Technodrome was in D Dimension X. Yes. So I just thought that was just weird that, like... Sending. Yeah, sending the foot soldiers. Like, you know, at this point, like, why not just send the transport modules? Or did, did you guys, did you run out? <laughs> like... Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Like, y you would think they would at least, like, have, like, put rock soldiers or something like that. Like, make it more sense. Yes, if it was rock soldiers, it was more more sense. Right, exactly. I, I guess, like, I guess Shredder, like, okay, I can't 
teleport people from Dimension X, so I'll just teleport the people that's in this technodrome. <laughs> like, so why the why also the the food guys? They're so like useless. They're like they can't like fight back. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's the foot soldiers. Like you know, they're 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 robots. And all right, so one thing I want to note is at this point, like uh, Usagi's like taking care of like all the foot soldiers, and this is actually what uh, Michael actually had to write um, about that scene. Um, let's see. Uh, um, he 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 wrote he wrote uh, um I love the shot of the turtle sitting on the curb, all bummed or embarrassed or at least bored by Usagi's handling of the foot soldiers of the foot, <laughs> and um yeah and like because we just have like Usagi just like just decimating these uh these foot soldiers. Yes, and there was a car- uh, very cartoony effect at the moment that they said they show like a cloud and then when the cloud uh like was uh, clear out we saw that, that they're all like done right now let's also not forget that usagi came from the past where there is no robots like he is just like he is actually like killing these guys in his mind because he doesn't know that these are just like lifeless machines yes like he is absolutely just uh uh killing all um all of them and something and uh, before I go forward, uh, I, I'm pretty much done with the, the foot soldier scene. Uh, but something uh, something I totally skipped um, that you wanted to talk about was Irma. Yes. I skipped that. I'm sorry. Oh, Irma, uh, Irma was... Uh, Usagi uh, passed by uh, a place like... Six like a, yeah, 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 like a carnival kind of place. And he throws the baseball like through the wood. Yes, and got all the plushies. Right. And then uh, he came and gave the plushies to Irma, and Irma was like, "Oh!" and uh, she was happy. Uh, and then uh, he thought that it's a it's a guy, and then uh, he he bowed, and um, then uh, she saw that it's it's a it's a rabbit. And um, I'm like, how on earth? Uh, like Irma didn't recognize that it's not a man. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I do, I do like her line where she says, like, she was like, uh, like, fur or shells. Um, she was like, why, why is uh, skin not in this time of year? <laughs> like, saying, like, you know, why, why no one is human? Um, this is actually what Michael had to write about that. He says, the return of thirsty Irma when Usagi uh, presents her the, with flowers as gift, as a gift. She immediately is disappointed. I don't think she did flowers. I think it was just plush. I, th- I think that's a mistake for Michael. Yes, yeah. it was just plush. It was just plush. It was just plush dolls. Uh, she immediately, she's immediately disappointed that uh, his immune... Oh, man, Michael, he's not immune. Obviously, this is why the show had to make sure... <laughs> make sure... To keep repeating it. To keep repeating it. But uh, he also wrote, uh, she really needs to learn how to accept the compliments. Which I do agree. You know, uh, you know, or, or, or being hungry, Irma, like, you know, she gets gifts from someone and then, like, she immediately, like, dismisses him because he's a rabbit. That's, that's racist. That's animalist. <laughs> of you, Irma. <laughs> also, like, don't, don't women think rabbits are cute? Like, wouldn't you, like, if you, if, if there was... A rabbit that gave you just a bunch of teddy bears. Wouldn't you want to like stand up from the desk and like go and hug him? I think I would. See, I know you would. Yes. 
Yeah, see, that's what I would think Irma would want to do. But, you know, um, but, yeah, uh, oh, okay. That's, what, that's why Irma is, like, cannot find anyone. Exactly, that, that, that's why. She's, she has no heart in her soul. <laughs> so, uh, something I, I meant to mention, uh, between the, uh, when Usagi was, like, destroying all the foot soldiers, uh-huh. everything... Uh, Shredder had a funny line. I, I like this. He said, he, he said he, next time he wants to send a bill for all the uh, parts that the turtles like destroy. <laughs> I thought I thought that was just funny. I, I just like how like they, they they address the fact that like you know it's like hey we have to pay for this stuff and you're just over here just slicing it all up. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like that. So, uh, so basically. Uh, after the after that fight, after the Channel Six uh, um, thing, uh, they go in and they're tr- like you know because they're still trying to figure out like what's Shredder trying to do, how to get Usagi back uh, into his home dimension because they don't know how to get ba- how to uh, ha- how to do that. Uh, and the the turtles is kind of like they they start going somewhere and then. Usagi like like is separated uh, from them again, like you know because he was first he he first kind of separates with them when he plays with the uh, plays to win the plush dolls, but then he's back with them like immediately the next scene. Mm-hmm. But then but over here uh, they separate again, and Usagi like because Usagi finds the rabbit restaurant, <laughs> and he was like, oh that's where I belong, and he goes in there. And, like, the owner is like, what are you doing? You need to work. And I really want to know, what kind of restaurant is this? Like, they have, like, carrot souffle, but apparently um, with the carrot souffle, there's mayo in it? Because he says, oh, they're ordering a carrot souffle, hold the mayo. I think it was, uh, I think, I think the restaurant belongs to Instacart because... Because it has a carrot everywhere. Yes, exactly. The symbol of the, there was a carrot on the guy. Right. Yeah, and that's the Instacart. So maybe Instacart took it from from this restaurant. And like, but but there's a salad. There's a solid uh, buffet over there. A salad bar, I should say. Uh, because they're like, I was just trying to figure out. Like, I guess this is a restaurant that just serves vegetable stuff. Like that things that carrot that rabbits would eat. Uh, it's probably like a. Uh... Fresh, like, I don't know, a healthy restaurant. Right. Probably. That's the only thing I can really think of. Uh, but, alright. So, Usagi's, like, working there because all the other workers are dressed up as bunnies. And so, Usagi's like, oh, these are my people! And then... <laughs> my brothers. And my brothers! Exactly. My brothers! And then, like, you know, while he's in there, he finds out the awful, awful truth that they are slaves to the owner of this restaurant what no one mentions to them is that you know they get paid but you know usagi doesn't know that usagi probably doesn't even know what money is anyway and he starts fighting back he starts fighting back he starts fighting for the rabbit kind and just throws food all right and the reason i kind of mentioned this whole uh not the restaurant but like you know usagi like going after foot like he was like destroying them because like you know he didn't actually know that that they're alive or anything like that he gets to the owner and he pulls out his sword on both his swords at the owner and starts slicing up 
and he's with the precision that the only thing he cuts is his clothes except for his underwear <laughs> yes and like the front throughout the the, the the throughout the episode this guy is now forever in his underwear just to let you guys know he, he does not get his clothes again in this episode and That's like more than the uh, they expect some giggle from the kids. Oh, oh yeah, whatever's in there. But I'm just saying, like, for the foot soldiers, he killed them. Like, I mean, you know, because in his mind, those guys were alive and just completely, like, dismember. And, like, you know, because after after he cuts up, he cuts them all up, he was like, what kind of sorcery is this? Like, he didn't ask that what kind of sorcery it is, like, when he was, like, doing the mass murder of them. But, you know, for this... "Quote unquote slave owner," he, uh, he was uh, he he made sure that he did not actually get a single drop of blood on him. Obviously, because it is a kids' cartoon. Obviously, we can't actually do that. Yeah. But all right. What was also great about this was like we we get to the like you know we have like Mikey. He's like he goes in there to try to like intervene. Oh, uh-huh. uh, and like at first it's kind of like oh. Like, you know, oh, Usagi, you shouldn't do this. And then, like, the guy looks at Mike. He was like, what are you doing? Again, with no clothes on. With no clothes on, looks at him. He's like, what are you doing here? You need to be in my turtle soup shop down the road. And so, I guess, I guess that gets Mikey, like, mad because he thinks he's a worker. And so Mikey just like throws a the a whole cake at his face, <laughs> which I have to assume is carrot cake, even though it has like pink frosting on it. Oh, it was a carrot cake. I, I, I'm just gonna, like... I'm gonna say assume it's carrot cake because you know if it, it's a rabbit restaurant, and you have to have like some sort of carrot in there. What 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 would you write down? It was. No, I don't know anything oh. about it. But uh, before all these things, um, I wanted to mention that. Um... What Usagi said about April was funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, Old Man Winters actually wrote about that to you. Uh, did you write it down or you want me to... Yes. He said that I like that woman, uh, but even though he had like very small ears and lack of uh, fair. Yes. Uh, no, I, I did like that. Uh, uh, Old Man Winters wrote, uh, he, he wrote that and he says, I was never sure if he was referring to Irma or April. I, I assume it was April. Uh, to be honest, because that was the last person he was talking to. Oh, I thought it was April. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he conversed longer with Irma, but the animation direction had him linger on April. So probably the latter. So he's he's saying probably. I've always assumed it was April. I didn't think really it was Irma. Mm-hmm. But but no, that, that was a good line. You know, both you and Old Man Winters like that. But yeah, the, but I will say after like the, ra- the 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 restaurant scene, I just like the part like where Mikey and Usagi, like, they leave the restaurant, and Usagi was like, did I do anything wrong? And Mikey said, no. Everything you did was not. <laughs> Everything you did. Like, like, I'm wondering, if the guy did not, like, insult Mikey and tell him to go work at the Turtle Soup restaurant, would have, would have Mikey been like, oh, yeah, you should have done that. Yeah, yeah, his answer. But no, Mikey was like, he just. <laughs> did not like when he was treated by a by like a half naked man. <laughs> so in this episode, like uh, when. But do you agree that 
there was uh, sorry uh, interrupting, but do you agree that there was so much going on in this episode? There was a lot going on in this episode. One hundred percent, there was a lot going on. That's why I was lost in this right. story. No, 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 it's one hundred percent okay. Uh, I, I, I understand uh, completely to be because there, there is a lot that's going on, and like I will say, there's so much that's going on, like that Shredder's like plan never like really made that much sense i mean because like as i said he was teleporting like you know at first he was like oh let me get people from dimension x and then now he gets like foot soldiers yes so and like they're going after they're going after um uh little tokyo town and and we we find out that like from splinter that splinter has an old friend named abento that's in this area who takes care of animals and he was actually suggesting the uh, the turtles to go to him uh, to help with Usagi, which I don't, I wouldn't know what Obenso can do with Usagi Ochimbo, but you know, they, it was just more of like, oh, let's let's get this plot rolling. <laughs> and when we get into him, we see uh, the foot soldiers, uh, and like they're all like in his uh, plan, and like. And we see like this tall vase that has. There's no way that could that tall vase could fit through that small little door. I'm just gonna say this right now. Yes. Like you know, they're like, like they're but they go in like and like Obento's like, oh no no, don't take that, don't take that, and like they go and take that because you know because the, the guy said don't take it, and so they're like yeah yeah, well no we're taking it, uh, and um and then and then later they put the vase into like this big smoke pipe to like warm it up and we find out that like it's a dragon egg that's in this vase yes and so like all right you know a lot of things in this show like when it comes to like everything on earth has always been like 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 uh well just more like you know it's been like natural like nothing like out of the ordinary nothing supernatural Uh and then we have this guy who has a Giant dragon egg. Yes, like that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I have no idea what was the dragon egg sound that came in this story. Right, 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 right. It's just like it's just out of nowhere. It's like okay, we so uh in in the Unitur in the Ninja Turtles universe, dragons are real uh for everyone. Like you know, this isn't because it's not a mutant dragon. This didn't come from another dimension. It's not come from the other. It's just uh, a pet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just some guys pet that he kept in a vase what is vase like a vase uh-huh so uh i mean it was just it was just very awkward that we have like it, it was just very awkward that we have this like this giant dragon all of a sudden like it didn't come from the bad guys it came from splinter's friend and uh, so we get to the point where and the, like again this part is kind of like I don't know, it was so redundant. So the turtles are driving the turtles are driving in the van. They they go into the like after the dragon hatches, they're like, oh no, it's a dragon. And all six characters, it was four turtles, Splinter, and Usagi, they all run into the turtle van. Yes. And only Leonardo is the front and everyone else in the back. Right, right. And and then like um and and then Splinter was like, Alright, we need to uh we need to we need to split up you three go distract the dragon, and uh, we're um we're gonna go we're go- we're gonna go and get something. And so like 
So you have you have them like run into the turtle van just to have three of them run out. Like it, it really was like okay, it's like it's like well, why why did you do that like whole animation? You just you could have just been like okay, uh, Usagi Usagi Donatello uh, come with me to the van. Uh, um you uh. You, you three, you guys need to uh, distract the dragon for a while. Like, you know, why, why not have everyone, like, run to... Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, now, I'm gonna say this. When when Mikey, Leo, and Raph, they they run uh, to get uh, to the dragon and, like, to distract him... Uh-huh. We just have, like, a scene where the dragon's just kind of, like, doing his own thing. And the three turtles are just standing right next to him. Just kind of like watching, and like I- I'm just saying, right now. The same, like the last time that they were like standing next to uh, Shredder. Right. After they noticed that Shredder killed Michael. Right, right, exactly. This is a dragon. Like I would not want to be near him. Well, I wouldn't. Heaven forbid, I would be like standing next to him. I would like be like I would be like at least twenty feet away from it, and be like, all right, what do we do, guys? All right, you know, we gotta think of something. But you know, Mikey has a plan. And as Mikey has a plan, guess what happens? He ripped off the building. No. What? <laughs> it's my favorite segment. Your oh, favorite no. segment. <laughs> That's right. At 7 minutes 10 seconds, Raphael uh, is talking to Michelangelo and saying that he likes Michelangelo's idea. However, when Raphael's talking, he is sort of Donatello. When I say sort of, because, all right, he's purple, but not the purple that we see Donatello in this episode. Yes. This is like a... No, it was pink. It was very pink. We've seen Donatello in this pink before, in this color before, like in other episodes. Because, you know know how, like, sometimes, like, uh, some of the people, they'll color uh, Donatello a little lighter than what he usually is. Or, like, they'll color Leo a little lighter than what he usually is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's what happened to Raph here. He is, technically, he is, like, he is kind of Donatello. He's just... He just got some Donatello hues in his Oh, that was heaven. Raphael? Yeah, that was Raphael. Oh, I Because guess. Donatello was in the van. Uh-huh. That's why he had the size and the R in his belt. Oh, the color was so off. Yeah, this, the color was very off. And, um, all right. Also, another wrong turtle talking that I missed. And you guys were like, whoa, you missed this. No, I came back to it. At nine minutes and eight seconds, there's the part where Usagi is, uh... Talking to uh, April, and then we see um, we see uh, Leo uh, pull Usagi away, and as he thanks April, however, it was Donatello that was talking uh, um, with with Leo's uh, blue sunglasses and uh, black jacket. But yeah, th- those were the only uh, wrong turtle uh, talkings I saw. I mean, it was a good amount for one episode. It, it, it to be honest, it was. If, it, if, it, if, we, if we just got a less hot shell, then your day would be... Oh my god. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, there was a perfect opportunity because Mikey says, like, let's boogie. And I'm like, oh man. Man, if they just put let's all shell, that would have been perfect. I mean, why are they that not... That would be a perfect use. That would have... Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, M- Mikey's idea was like, hey... 
uh, let's cut this silo that's full of uh, grain and uh, to feed the dragon. And like Raphael's like, I like that idea. Then they do it, and then Raphael's like, no, I hate this idea. Uh, as the dragon's like chasing after them. Oh, yes, and the dragon start getting um, bigger and bigger. Yeah, the dragon, yeah, the dragon start getting bigger and bigger. And And then they went, uh, there was like a oven kind of thing. Right. And they fit him like, I don't know, fire hot stuff. Right, fire. right, right, exactly. They're like, hey, let, hey let, let's let the dragon eat some fire for some reason. Yes, and then it was another bad idea of Michelangelo. Right. And then he, then the dragon start making fire and fire everywhere. Fire everywhere. The only good thing was like he was actually like burning up all the foot soldiers at least. Yes. Uh, the turtles were uh, escaping. Then Usagi came with a candle. Yes. They had to get a blue candle. Like because Splinter was explaining because like they went to um uh they went to uh Ubuntu's, uh place. Now okay. First and first. Um, Splinter says Obento is his, like, good friend. Uh-huh. But when Obento, he sees Splinter, Donatello, and Usagi, he immediately looks at Donatello and he was like, I know you're a Ninja Turtle. And he looks at uh, Usagi, what are you? And, like, and just my, my thing was like, wait a minute. You ignore a Splinter? Well, uh, no, because he knew who Splinter was. Uh-huh. Because Splinter's a good friend. If he's if Splinter's a good friend of him, how did he not know Donatello? Cause it's like like if if he knew Splinter as Humana Yoshi, then he would have freaked out if he saw saw him as a rat. Yes. If he saw if he knew him as a rat as Splinter, then like how is it like did Splinter go out there and like talk to this guy without like the turtles around like like you know what. what like, how, how did Splinter, like, become friends with this guy when he was, like, telling all the turtles, like, hey, don't go to the surface, don't be doing this, don't be doing that? Oh, uh, you see, like, sometimes your friends, when you meet your friends, and then suddenly you see their kids, they're all grown up, and say, <laughs> which one are you? I guess so. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe, yeah, it could be true. Maybe, maybe he saw him, like... One day when, like, before he became a teenage turtle and he was still a toddler turtle. Yes. It could be. Alright, alright. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Even, even though I think in this show, if I remember, in this show they immediately grow in that size, if I, if I, if I remember correctly. But alright, alright. I'll, I'll give you that. But yes, they get, they get a blue candle. And, like, so when Splinter, Donatello, and Usagi comes back, uh, they get the candle. And Splinter tells them, oh, we need to get the candle inside the dragon. And Usagi being like, you know, the guest star in this episode, and therefore he is now the hero, he goes, he's the one who goes in, he throws the fire, the the candle inside the dragon. And once he does that, the dragon turns back into an egg. And I'm like, why? That should not be possible. (laughs) No, it was like... The candle, I, I wrote that, it's like the candle, like, uh, reverse the time? Right. It's like, uh, I guess so. I mean, because like, he, like, it's like, okay, he's, he was born now. Oh, you know what? Nope, nope, nope. This candle makes him unborn now. So, yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there are some, like, crazy stuff that is accepted in imaginary, like, stories. Right. But when there's so much nonsense, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Uh... 
I agree with you completely. Um, and after all of this happens and like the dragon's gone, we get shot back into the Technodrome and where Krang is like, oh, you failed again, Shredder. And like, you know, at the same time, Krang, what did you do? You just kind of like, you just kind of watched. You just sitting over there. I mean, Shredder didn't do much better. He just, he was sitting over there too. He just, you know, at least he had like this like portal, this like portal gun. <laughs> was doing something. <laughs> You're just like, eh, whatever. Oh, whatever. You go, uh, you go do your thing. And Shredder gets mad. He was like, so, and like, he's not mad at the turtles. He's mad at Usagi. And like, I mean, and they show like little clips of, of like each thing. And they see like, um, and like. Uh, Usagi, uh, Shredder see, or Krang sees the rabbit, or uh, Usagi, and he's like, oh, look, you got beat by a rabbit, and Shredder's like, I'm gonna get my, my rabbit revenge, and so, it, uh, you know, that, that gets Shredder mad, we go back to the turtles, and, um, and, and Usagi, where, uh, they're actually with Obento, because we, I totally didn't mention this, but Obento, he was, like, captured, and, like, a thing uh, and like uh, the uh, Usagi and Donatello had to, had to save them from the foot soldiers uh, but now he's all safe and he's back in his house with the dragon egg and he's like everything's all good he's, he's thankful and he put the dragon egg back in the vase again and they're like hey this guy needs a home because we don't know where he lives and Obento's like I like animals how, how about you stay with me and they're like, that sounds good. And and then, like, Mikey is, like, with his joke, he's like, oh, like, because uh, Dantel says, like, I'm going to try to uh, find uh, find out where he lives. And Mikey's like, well, I guess you're not going to have uh, TV tonight. And he was like, Dantel's like, I guess I'm not going to be watching TV for the next 20 years. And that's how we end this, is that <laughs> Dantel gets sad. But the um, that animal place... Um... Yeah. Did you pay attention to like what other animals or decor they have? I saw he had posters of turtles yeah. in the background, and then I also saw he had a poster of a monkey. Yes, they had a <laughs> monkey, and there was also a uh, a cow which was in a meditation. Oh no, I didn't see the cow. Oh no, I didn't see the cow. But yeah, I saw. Uh, yeah, because like Splinter mentions, he's like a lover of animals. So it, I want to add. I just want to note that we didn't see actually any animals there except for the dragon egg. Yes. Like, so, I mean, you, you would think a lover of animals would have, like, things. Like, there was more animals in the the restaurant that the foot soldiers, like, got zapped into <laughs> with the waiter. Which, I do want to mention that, that scene, just because the waiter's like, oh, like, oh, how many are you? Oh, he would start saying, like, eight, nine? Like, oh, okay, you guys need a ref uh reservation and by the time we get the shot of the foot soldiers we only see like four <laughs> like like they like the people didn't have enough time to draw or like try to fit in nine foot soldiers in this restaurant <laughs> so you don't mention when uh when usagi was uh all mad in their in the carrot restaurant in the rabbit restaurant and all the people were running out of the restaurant like scared uh-huh no, I didn't mention that, uh, but uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. When you got mad, people like was running out. I thought I thought it was funny. It, it, no, it, it was it, it was a very funny episode. Now this is not our last episode we'll see of um, Usagi. I truly believe this was meant to be a uh, two part episode. They just didn't want to make it a 
uh, to be continued episodes. So for the affiliates, not to air have to air them together. Uh-huh. Uh, but not next episode, but the one after that, we will see Usagi again. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, this is not our final time seeing Usagi. He's, you know, he's he's not he's not going to be living. He's not going to like be be forgotten with Obento. Uh, but then after that, he will be forgotten. <laughs> but. But uh, but uh, overall, what, what did you think of uh, Usagi? It was see the every rabbit that Hugh wanted him to be. Um, I don't know, kind of have respect for Usagi because even though I mean I saw uh, I watched the 2012 series, but um, I don't know, I, I kind of like um like uh, Usagi because I saw like the comic art. Yeah. Um, I had some like background uh, information about him. You're right. So I think I like him. No, no, I, I, I definitely like him a lot. Uh, he was always like one of my favorite characters. I always love when they bring him in uh, in, in Ninja Turtles. I was, I was so happy when they brought him in the 2012 series because if you remember at Dragon Con at the convention, people asked me, "Oh, are they gonna ever bring Usagi to the series?" And I said, "No, there's no way they they will because it's a different company now." Yeah. And then they all they then it happened exactly. Like, yeah, so... Uh, I like that Usagi had a low temper. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, actually, I, I like that, too. No, uh, yeah, they do they do Usagi uh, well. I will say they made Usagi more like the comics than the turtles are compared to their comic kind of parts. Uh, but, yeah, uh, definitely a very fun episode. Join us next week. We will be talking about the episode Case of the Hot Kimono. That, that will be your friend's, uh... <laughs> Kimono Collective? Yes, exactly, yes. Well, Anna, uh, one I of have... Anna's, like, good friends, she collects kimonos. Yes, she has, like, thousands of, like, expensive kimonos. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, join us. If you have any questions or memories about the episode, be sure to email us at uh, turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at turtlerecallpod. All right, uh, till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to Res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.